May only your word be spoken, O Lord. May only your word be heard. Amen. In the 1989 movie Major League, star slugger Pedro Serrano could hit the ball clear out of the ballpark as often and with a swing almost as beautiful as Jordan Alvarez's swing. Unfortunately, in the movie Major League, Pedro Serrano, superstar slugger, could not hit a curveball, nor could he presumably lay off of them. So he routinely struck out as other teams realized that the curveball was his kryptonite. Now, the best solution might have been for him to work with a hitting coach. But alas, Pedro's solution came in the form of a tiny, crazy-haired statue of a wild-eyed man he called Joe Boo. Pedro offered Joe Boo rum and cigars and once even a whole chicken, KFC, in order to help him hit the curveball. Joe Boo was a straight-up idol kept in Pedro's locker, which he was using to try to make his life easier. When it kept not working, Pedro finally said, to heck with you, Joe Boo, I'll do it myself. At which point he, of course, hits a curveball out of the park. Now, I bring this up, one, because I'm a little excited about the Astros and the postseason, and two, because Pedro's use of Joe Boo is a pretty good example of an idol being used to try to make life easier. Ancient idols, carved or sculpted, being used to try to make life easier, set up in homes and prayed to, were meant to keep bad things away, to make life less difficult. Idols were thought to grant your requests if you prayed to them in just the right way or gave them enough rum or cigars or whole chickens. Now, many of us don't have small statue idols like Jobu that we use to try to make life easier. But idols can come in many forms. For the man who asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? His idol was wealth. His wealth, his riches, his stuff made life easier. And he seems to have believed that he couldn't be happy unless life was easy. And he couldn't be happy unless life wasn't hard. See, unlike Joe Boo, the rich man's idol seems to have been working for him in making his life less hard. So when Jesus told him to set aside his money, the idol that made life easier... He thought that he couldn't be okay without it. He believed that he couldn't be okay if life was hard. So he walled himself off from life in God's kingdom. Here's a secret. Life is always going to be hard. At least hard at times. And no amount of rum offered to Jobu is going to change that. How hard it will be, Jesus said, for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of heaven. How hard it will be to enter the kingdom of heaven for those who fear life being hard and aren't willing to risk life being hard. 
That was the challenge for the rich man whose idol was his money. And here's another secret. You don't have to be rich to have idols get in the way of risking for the kingdom of God. Will I be okay? Will I have enough? Will I be enough? Do I have enough money, time, experience, expertise? How will I possibly be okay if I give up much of anything that I have? These are fears that I dare say all of us face. And I dare say that most of us have some kind of jobu to which we offer some kind of rum. Sometimes that idol is simply walling ourselves off from risk. And then into all of that fear and unknowing, Jesus is teaching us to trust in God in the unknowing. Accepting the fact that, yes, things may fall apart. And then to trust that we are enough and that there are others with us. Jesus is teaching that we can never offer Jobu enough rum to safeguard against life being hard. So be okay with taking risks, with giving things up for the sake of God's kingdom. We gave stuff up, Peter said, in his very, very Peter way. Yes, Jesus replied, and you're going to receive much more. People around you to support you so that you will be okay even without as much money and time and rum or cigars to offer to Jobu. Jesus' disciples gave up the protection of the life they knew in order to live life in God's kingdom with new people, new situations. Often we protect ourselves by walling ourselves off from new situations. We keep from entering new relationships and new situations for which we feel we are not enough. Our walls feel like they make life easier. But remember what God did to make life easier in Genesis 2. God made a human companion. Humans were made to be helpers and supports for each other. We find wholeness in new relationships and risk because we were meant to be there for each other. That's life in God's kingdom. So for a way that we can be there for each other to risk new relationships, I'm going to turn things over to Katherine Johnson and Jackie Balmares who are from Rhodes Elementary School. We've begun a partnership with Rhodes Elementary to serve and minister there. And they are going to talk with us about the school and how we can serve and minister there. Good morning. We're so excited to be here. My name is Katherine Johnson, and I'm the counselor at Rhodes Elementary. And this is my Jackie Belmaris. Uh, she and I both started in our new positions. I've been at Rhodes for 17 years. I was kindergarten teacher first, and so now I'm the counselor. But when I became counselor, she was our instructional coach, and now she's our instructional coordinator. And we both love Rhodes Elementary. Uh, we've been there. We stay there. It's home. And uh, we just wanted to come and talk to you all and just let you know about our school. We are so excited to partner with you. Um, whenever they said we were going to partner with a church, I was so excited because um, I was I churchgoers ourselves. So, you know that churches have lots of people with different age groups and also lots of gifts, um, you know, from God. And we know that you are eager to use those gifts and help others. And we need your help. 
Um, we have lots of opportunities at Rhodes Elementary. Um, our school, we have around 800 children. Um, we are 73% free and reduced lunch, so there's a great need at our school. Um, we have lots of wonderful children, um, wonderful parents, but a lot of our parents are working parents, um, and they cannot come into the school to help us. Uh, we right now have one PTA volunteer who comes diligently on Tuesdays, but y'all, she needs help, <laughs> and we need you. Um, so Tuesdays is an opportunity to come and serve um, and help at our school uh, from around 9.30 to 2 o'clock, but you don't have to come that whole time. We'll take you for an hour. We'll take you for 30 minutes. We'll drop off laminating for you in your car for you to go cut and bring back whatever you're comfortable with. Um, that is an opportunity that we have. We also have watchdogs at our school, and that is for men only. Um, but it's a really, really neat thing. My dad is a granddaddy, and he loves being a watchdog at my son's school. And so watchdogs get the opportunity to come to school and be with the children from pretty much from start to finish, and they get to travel with a different classroom, and they get to sit with the kids and talk to the kids, and then they travel with them to lunch, and they help open milk cartons and help open whatever the kids need opened. You know, those spoons are tricky to get out. And um, they also help in specials, which is our music, art, and PE. And so that's another opportunity for men or for daddies. Uh, we also have the library. That's a nice place to go and to serve um, and to help serve books. I called our librarian on Friday, and they said, can I offer the library? And she said, oh, yes, please. So she would be so excited to have people come and help uh, shelve books. And, just, and we also have our book fair coming up. Would that be something that would be of interest to you? Um, do you want to tell about some of the other ones we have? Sure. Um, again, I'm Jackie Belmaris, and I've been the math science coach for the last 12 years at Rhodes, and now I'm their instructional coordinator. I love the community that we serve, and I see our teachers and our counselor and our administrators as servants doing God's work in educating our children, not just uh, giving them academics, but providing the support system they need to thrive in our community and be good citizens when they grow up. Mm -hmm. um, we have tons of things that we could need, we need help with and our children could benefit from. Um, one of our uh, projects right now is uh, re getting our garden restarted. We have a beautiful garden in the back of our school and um, our children right now, our special ed children are the ones that are tending to the garden with our diagnostician. She's the person who does testing for special ed and she's been taking the students out. But if you have a green thumb and would love to offer your help, she would love to have you so would the children. Um, we have a uh, Beautiful artwork that needs to be displayed. Our children and our art teachers do amazing work, and uh, they don't have the time during the school day to put up the student work uh, because they have classes all day. So we would benefit from that help of helping set up those bulletin boards and putting up the student artwork. Um, we have uh, notes of encouragement. Right now, you know, the, we are going in our 19th month of COVID and our children and our families are suffering across America and teachers especially need like encouraging words um, and so we would ask that if anyone wants to write a note of encouragement 
uh, thanking them for the work that they do. That would be wonderful. Even to our students, for them to have a note of encouragement that says how much um, they are appreciated and how much we value them. Um, Mrs. Rhodes, our, our namesake, passed away last year in February. And she used to come to the cafeteria on Fridays and write love notes to the students. And we have parents now and grandparents who have those notes from when they were students at Rhodes or students at Katie Elementary where she was an art teacher. So if you would love to write a teacher or a student a love note, that would be very much appreciated. Um, and we also offer Keys Mentoring, which is a district program where uh, community members can come in and mentor a student. So we have some that are faithful that come on a regular basis and who've been doing it for years and have built very strong relationships with some of our young people and have had tremendous impact on them. So that would be another place. And then a cafeteria. Um, we have, like Catherine said, we have 800 students that go through the cafeteria, and lunch starts as soon as it seems breakfast is over. It's like brunch, like at 10. And so um, we could use help in the cafeteria, just keeping the students going through their line. Like Catherine said, helping the little ones open up their milk cartons and just making sure they sit in their seat. Um, so that's always something that can uh, be helpful. And, um, and re re reading to the classroom. The joy of reading is something that we're losing, especially in this age of virtual um, education. And so anytime you can come and pick up a book and read to a child and expand their world and give them a vision of what their life can be or take them to another place by uh, the story is a wonderful gift you can share. So if you are able to spend some time coming in and reading to a classroom or reading in the library, it would be very meaningful to our school and to our children. So we look forward to partnering with you. Uh, we will be out um, in the lobby uh, after church, and we will have a sign-up sheet for you, too, if you would like to sign up today. And I'll also um, be giving Pastor Brad my information, too, so that you can be in touch with me whenever you can give to us. And again, I mean, we'll take an hour a week. We'll take 30 minutes a week. We'll take, you know, all you all day Tuesday. Whatever you can give us, um, we would appreciate your help. And it doesn't have to be just Tuesdays for PTA. Any day you can give us, we will find something for you to do to help our children. Um, we're just really excited. Our mm -hmm. children, we just have a great need. And it's just wonderful to see, you know, unfamiliar faces like walking around and then become familiar and become family, you know, to our children. You know, they're always curious with new faces and to see, you know, what you can do and what you can give to our school. And um, they're just super excited about this. And we are looking forward to seeing you at our school. Like he said, we're just down the road at Frying Clay. So just a hop, skip, and a jump down. <laughs> and um, we're just really, really eager to see you all there and just can't thank you enough for letting us come here. We've so enjoyed your service so far and we look forward to partnering with you. So thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. There's the kingdom of God. There's Jesus calling us and new relationships and connection and service we've got enough. We've got enough time. We've got enough skill, expertise. None of us are too old to relate to the kids. None of us are too inexperienced to know what we're doing. These are the thoughts that come into my mind anyway. We've got doubts. We've got questions, uncertainties. And we'll never 
be able to fully get rid of those. But um, Jesus gives us enough to be able to do that and to serve in God's kingdom. So we have each other. And we have this wonderful new opportunity to serve and live life in God's kingdom.